Welcome to our e-commerce podcast series, Investigating the Fundamental Economic Basis of Apple iTunes. This set of podcasts is part of an academic project for Net 205 Internet Commerce and Consumers at Curtin University in Western Australia. This episode looks at the network economy. In basic terms, the network economy describes how, as more people use a product or service and a product is more interoperable, the value both perceived and real of that product increases exponentially. Few companies use the network economy better than Apple. The iTunes Music Store boomed in line with several of the principles of the network economy as described by Kelly in 1997. iTunes Music Store was launched in 2003 and quickly became the biggest digital music store in the world. Momentum gathered in Apple's ever-expanding and increasingly networked device base, creating a huge fan base, which even now continues to grow. iTunes Software and the iPod preceded the iTunes Music Store, so when the iTunes Music Store was launched, it already had an established user base. Its launch gave existing iPod users a new place to purchase music that would instantly become available on their devices when they were synced to their iTunes account. As a suite of devices requiring iTunes connectivity increased, so did the customer base. With additional customers came the need for interoperability with Microsoft, and this feature was released months after launching the service to Macintosh-only users. With the addition of the iPhone and subsequently iPod, iTouch and iPad to the iTunes required device suite, iTunes became ubiquitous and iTunes Music Store became the most popular way for Americans to purchase music in 2008. These are examples of Kelly's first and second principles, the law of connectivity and the law of plentitude, and are indicative of the way Apple has engaged with the network economy. Kelly's law of plentitude, more gives more, is particularly applicable to the Apple and iTunes story, and this effect of more users breeding more users is in an exponential manner. Also, Kelly's third law, the law of exponential value, is a fundamental basis for the success of iTunes Music Store and Apple in general. Not all of Kelly's laws of the network economy are true when it comes to iTunes Music Store. The original flat structured launch price of 99 cents for each song has slowly risen and changed over time so that now in Australia songs range from $1.19 to $2.19. This flies in the face of Kelly's law of inverse pricing, where items should get cheaper as more people purchase and gives pause for thought when considering how iTunes and Apple engage with the network economy. Apple's range of devices more closely adhere to Kelly's law of inverse pricing, with their prices steadily decreasing over time in line with higher sales, and this may be an indication that the law is more applicable to hardware than software when it comes to Apple's pricing structures. Kelly pitched the idea within his law of displacement that the industrial economy and the network economy would merge so that all transactions would take place within the network economy, and this is the case for Apple. The devices they make transact over the network, and the content they sell through the network via the devices. That content is then consumed using the same devices. 
The device and the content are considered one and the same by the consumer. As iCloud, Apple's answer to cloud-based storage and network synchronization becomes a feature of new devices, so too does the need for consumers to be loyal to the Apple brand to realize the best value for their purchases. This is Kelly's law of allegiance at work, in concert with his law of displacement. Apple's introduction of the App Store at the time of release of the iPhone and its ensuing success was largely because of Apple's acquired learning from the iTunes phenomenon. The model was easily replicable in many ways an example of instantly scalable service. The already tried and tested proved to be a huge hit with consumers and developers alike. The App Store success was even faster than the iTunes Music Store success, showing further evidence of the network effect and Apple's exploitation of it. Rivkin 2001 discusses the narrowing of product lifestyles as a feature of the network economy, and this has been exhibited by an annual release of a new model iPhone over the last couple of years, and the droves of consumers lining up to replace their barely one-year-old devices. The product life cycle for software versions and new software applications is even shorter. The App Store success can be attributed to this phenomenon. As more and more apps are developed, consumers' expectations and their desire for the new is increased. Apple continues to grow as a brand and with an expected large-scale expansion into China with the upcoming release of the iOS 6 in the Australian spring, Apple's involvement in the network economy will only increase in the coming years. iTunes Store, the App Store and any other marketplace Apple chooses to launch along these lines will likely take advantage of these new throngs of users in the ensuing months and years. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please take time to listen to the other podcasts in our e-commerce series.